0: welcome to tim and joel call it in the ring uh i'm joel no now i'm tim that's joel we're gonna talk about wrestling very very uh very mid wrestling very uh burberry burberry yeah
1: yeah i brought my my most middest setup i could yeah uh you get pretty
0: mid You'll settle in with the literally hundreds of wrestling podcasters out there. I know. I didn't know that. I found that out this week. I didn't realize it was... It was so bananas. There's a whole other ecosystem I'm not aware of. Like, it's there's a lot of them. A lot of it's
1: not even, it's not even their hundreds. But if you listen to Kathy Kelly and Samantha Irvin, they're all all Uggos too. So, yeah, we're
0: we're nailing that brief.
1: We are, we're doing pretty all right, and I can't complain. So, so yes, y'all got a laptop and headphones, Joel, for today because I am uh, on a remote location. This is what we do. This is what we do now. This is life um hey subscribe to us here at full Overbooked. books i promise you we're usually a lot more professional looking um there probably is an echo and that's probably on my side i apologize i'm also using wi-fi instead of being plugged directly in with an ethernet like cable. That that's
0: my animal
1: <sighs> yeah subscribe to us here at bible over join us in uh, leaving a comment and how about a thumbs up how about that hey eh? that'd be helpful and uh you can send us your super chats Our, your super chats will help us do things like oh i don't know uh, upgrade our equipment when I'm away for a weekend or something. purchase like a
0: that. recording studio <laughs>
1: purchase a recording studio if you're uh, if you're Tim that, that's what he yeah. wants so I get it uh, fun and fun. also well well, one thing I got to do is I got I need a better uh, fly rig I need a better rig that when I'm out like this like one of those Rhodes small uh, podcaster boxes oh, I was amazing. offered one I was offered one and now I should have taken him up on it I'll talk to that guy but anyway We got a Fightful Overbook Discord. Sean Ross Sapp doesn't know about it, but you do now. If you join us in the link in the description, that's all you need to know. What do we have to talk about? We have so much to talk about. We're undercooked today, as Graham says in the chat. And he's right. We're absolutely undercooked.
0: Delightful. Uh, Yeah. So I watched Dynamite and SmackDown. And I'm like 95% sure I watched Raw, but I can't remember a (laughs) damn thing that happened.
1: So. Does it does it feel like some weeks Raw just kind of runs together? Like yeah, when we come to the show, we're just like, what the hell happened on Raw? It was six days ago.
0: I know it feels ages ago. I don't know. I had a very busy week. I had a gig on Friday, and it was like a whole thing. So I'm I'm still super tired.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At least you won't get COVID from this gig, right?
0: Jury's still out. I had my booster a few weeks ago, so probably this sweet okay. spot for the brief window of immunity we all get, it seems.
1: That's right. All right. Where do we want to start? I mean, listen, the thumbnail is going to be MJF because that was obviously the, the most
0: interesting most, thing, I guess. Most
1: interesting, most talked about, most, uh, I, guess, I guess, in a lot of ways, it was very newsworthy in terms of like storyline development. It took things in, in a different, well, in a path that you and I didn't really expect. But yeah, we didn't,
0: but I also didn't. Better. Anyway.
1: Yeah. I thought it was a better path, but we don't have to start there. We can start um, just just for the sake of argument. Let's actually uh, try and remember what happened on Raw.
0: I hope gonna... you have notes. I know Dexter Loomis got a contract, right? That happened this week. That wasn't last week. Well,
1: that's, that's the thing. I'm trying to remember. Was that this week or last week? Because doing the show at 10 a.m. on a Sunday is proving very difficult for both of us in terms of our own mental capacity. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Ms. Loomis was, was this week.
0: Okay, okay, good. I remembered that one thing.
1: Uh, okay. So we had the, uh, the Becky Lynch entrance and she runs through the crowd. Okay. That was, that was good. Let's talk about Becky Lynch going through the crowd. I loved it. I thought, uh, she absolutely handled Mr. Drunk Zachary perfectly and everybody loves Bobby. So, uh, what do you think of, think of, of Becky Lynch's first, like full promo back after getting beat down and, and, uh, sent away for a couple of months?
0: Feels like the man, like you know, it did. It, it's you know, they've reset her. They got the only thing that I'm gonna, get, I'm getting kind of confused about is she still doing the like Sethish ring gear? And I was like, ah, does that jive with the man character? I don't know about that. I think that's just, I bad, think it's, but. I think it's a slow
1: transition. Yeah. I think what they're trying to do. Is, so when she came back, Michael Cole was like, it's big time Bex, but she had the man graphic. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, which is fine. They can do that. You you can keep the big time Bex moniker and throw it out as one of the 30 nicknames every prolific wrestler eventually acquires. But like
1: it it feels to me like she will eventually just become the man again. Yeah. Like even what she was wearing, like she was wearing just basic black, wearing a leather jacket.
0: Look, like, promo attire shifted right back. But what I'm saying, yeah. like the in-ring still like she had that during war games, she had that like shoulder business. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I think that's maybe her starting to cast off the yeah, yeah. The 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 big time Bex persona. And this was like the that slow transition back. I would have liked to have been a little bit longer. I would have loved to have seen her like get called out for being big time Bex by but but again now it's because it's ronda rousey that she's probably going to face at mania i i don't trust ronda rousey to be the person to be like i want the man yeah we don't be like
0: i want the man (laughs) we don't need ronda rousey addressing someone's big-headed ego like it just doesn't work
1: (laughs) yeah so instead uh she comes up to the crowd she, she's talking to Bob. She's not talking to Zach, and I can't really blame her because yeah. Zach had probably had a few drinks before the show or during the show and at the show. He has a uh, flask
0: in his pocket. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not that hard. You shove it down your crotch while on your way in.
1: That's you know. right. And then Bailey comes out and they started damage control versus Becky. And uh, it was, I mean, listen, the merch battle what did you
0: what do you think? That's a
1: pretty uh... Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fire. I really love yeah, that. That fun. was actually a, an awesome way to kick off Ra. You know what? Raw might have been the best show this week in my opinion. Like largely just because the opening was really hot. Like
1: yeah, they did a really good job with that. The the merch brawls are always hit or miss for me, yeah. but um this one, know, it, it, this one felt all right. It feels weird that the like security's already got the the crowd like backed off, and they're just like, ah, we know something's happening, so maybe just get out of the they way. They'll just
0: linger, like, huh? yeah,
1: ah! oh, there they, they are. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't uh, know. It's it's funny how like not great pro wrestling is at managing an arena for a TV show. Like they've just never learned. I don't get it. Yeah,
1: and I mean, they just yeah. They, they figure out little things, but not the whole thing.
0: Well, it's like, again, like, for whatever reason, wrestling just can't, like, they just, they they really love the, the, the traveling circus thing, which is fine. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's a big chunk of their money. But also, like, it is a TV show, and, like, you should, like, it's just funny to me to watch something like that, because it happens all the time that they still want to make this arena thing an arena, but they also, like... You know, well, they'll they'll let the TV show get hurt because of it, and that seems silly to me because the TV show is more money. Most people who view this product view it ninety five percent of the time on television, not at the live events. You'll go to a live event a couple times a year, type thing. But yeah. like, it's it's just weird to me. I saw someone, someone um, like who usually I like has good takes, like was talking about not like the the size of the the entrance ramp. And like it eating up a huge number of like awesome tickets, and I was like, because it's a TV show, yeah, like they were like, I do not like. They were talking about UFC, comparing it to UFC, and I was like, because UFC is a real sport minus some of the fixed fights that just came out this week. Um, but whatever, he was a nobody, minus, and Brandon Moreno, or, fixed or
1: that, was but, he?
0: Yeah, we'll see. But like, it, the, complaining about the size of the of the entrance ramp, I was like, no, like. I watch it mostly on TV. I don't care that they don't sell those tickets. They don't care that they don't sell those tickets because TV should is and should be more important. Like it just is like most of the time when I'm consuming this content, it's on TV. So like I would just like them to care more about that and like maybe set up just like a, phony backstage fight or something because like I don't care if actual fans are there to see it that doesn't if anything it takes away from the immersion because they have all these fans who are just there gawking like a bunch of of schmucks like
1: also like WWE has or at least companies have scaled down their entrance sets just going back to that thought i know and they, i i
0: actually di- dislike it I, it was brennan thurston uh cadence pointing out in the chat which is yeah exactly, everybody yeah.
1: from from wrestlenomics and who's, um, who's
0: great like i love him and, and his I, takes it's just like as an economics thing that's also confusing to me because it's like yeah if you really want to maximize profits for everything but You'll make the tv show suffer which will lose you much more money in the long run so
1: yeah and i, I mean i'm wondering maybe brandon brandon's coming from it uh, from an ideas perspective and yeah. just ways that WWE can make a little bit more money on their product um which i understand and like For i sure. it, to a certain degree i agree with it because at least he has ideas that aren't just you know dog shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and something like that like i think his idea could even be like you take in the ramp like one or two chairs on each side or like you can add one or two chairs you can add substantial amounts of money by making that actually and like a narrow a narrow ramp, a narrow
0: ramp i wouldn't mind i like yes. the stage like the stage and the big titantron stuff that stuff i really like and the pyro which you need clearance for as well right for sure um but a narrow ramp on the way in would actually add quite a bit more to it because you, you would see more faces and their excitement as they're like close to the person entering like that okay. i think would be cool
1: and and also like just you know i'm not throwing brandon under the bus but like he talks about how he doesn't go to live wrestling shows all that often like especially live tv so you and i have gone uh, a couple of times now to go see live tv tapings and um raw and uh, just wwe specifically their entrance ramp is actually not that long it looks no, longer on TV like, like it's yeah. very
0: stumpy i prefer like the pay-per-views where they have the like sort of extra long ramp and it feels like special, like the when they're man- doing the, the stadiums. The... Yeah, yeah. Minus man. when mine, the, like there's a sweet spot, like they have to be able to run down it because when you throw Biggie on a golf cart, it makes me sad.
1: Like <laughs> Get ready for the rumble this year, baby. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah. So like I, I, if, if that's what Brandon's getting at and the idea is that you do make a more narrow ramp, but you keep the same size, then absolutely. Like it works. You've only got about 10 to 14 rows. Of seating that goes along the rampway, so you can easily just you know take it in a little bit, add one or two seats. You can make a good amount of money at your gate, and it, he's right. right. um At the same time, like, but if he, he's saying like scale down your Titantron and have people sitting around the back, but you can't do that because Tim, like you said, there's pyro involved, and they're not getting rid of yeah, that pyro. There's and there's, just there's no players. way to
0: yeah, like you, you either have pyro like you sell those seats or you don't have pyro. Or sorry. I'm getting my words jumbled up here but you know what i mean like yeah you need to leave that space clear for and me and you sat behind the the titan drawn and it was fine like it wasn't yeah. i didn't we didn't see the titan drawn at all i didn't feel like i lost like anything because they had some screens around and stuff but yeah. like just looking at the immense amount of equipment back there largely in service of managing the pyro <laughs> like th- there's no way they can really make that stage smaller than it is like it is the size it is now to manage their backstage area because I'll give you it's an, a uh, big chunk of it.
1: Like an, another good example on the AEW side, uh, myself and our friend Jim went to uh, Grand Slam not this year but last year, and our tickets were basically similar to where you and I sat for mm. Rob, which was just behind the entrance Still had the pyro, sell everything. Their pyro was kind of more up front, whereas WWE's yeah. is along the perimeter of titantron and the concussion bombs are, be, are both, uh, behind it um uh, but AEW was doing pyro all around the set because they had the, the short stubby set because people were sta- sitting uh behind the set but they were like up in
0: the the higher
1: level yeah, and
0: then like looking up over it type. Thing. Yeah, yeah so it really
1: depends where you are and where you're sitting uh and like how much clearance you have to do things like pyro and and stuff like that so it's again it's a very interesting conversation for brandon i'm sure he's going to get into it maybe even today on wrestlenomics but like for for me the way that you and i seem to see it is like possible but you can't it's not feasible in the way of like cutting down the ramp completely
0: yeah like i think it's it's tv show first every time like as it should be because again, you also have a global audience at this point so like tv show first everything else secondary like the live show is one night um, you can do cool bits. It's just like fans also can suck really hard. <laughs> like you gotta be careful of the Zachary's out there and like the just the gropey scum everywhere. So like just it, it's it's more trouble than it's worth half the time. Because unfortunately, people aren't that great in large groups.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I gotta say, you know, compared to like 15, 20 years ago, you wouldn't see that promo on tv from a woman no. you wouldn't have a woman going out to the crowd because the men would be very uh questionable you know what i mean
0: still are they just might get you know that the, so. there's they a get grabby. yeah
1: yeah anyway right. um let's move on uh yeah. we we're talking about raw and uh, so one thing that we liked about raw i think was also that they did commercial free first hour mm. um and things kind of flowed better that way they they tried the the mia yim match and then that flowed into it was Mia Yim and rhea ripley and then it flowed into oc versus judgment day because oc was just like no we've had enough aj was like forget this i'm done i want to end this today and i like that they just kind of transitioned smoothly into that match and it was a good match altogether you know
0: it was like it, it felt really really strong it still that felt like a vince thing the way they've done that because they've done that in the past but this one worked okay for me i didn't mind that they ruined the finish of the, like what was a very solid match because it flowed into another very solid match. Like the, the wrestling was very strong for all of this. He got Mia a slam and Finn too, which is just good times. So yeah. And like Rhea's yeah. on fire. Like they, she has to like title at mania. That's where we're talking here. Like
1: I, yeah. I'm not there, man. I think she's got the title match at, uh, at the rumble. I think it's Rhea really? and Bianca at the rumble. Um, and well, I think okay. Mia... here's the thing.
0: Take it from Bianca and retain it. Mania then like, I, I think she's no, just, I, I think wouldn't Rhea even use a good. Yeah, no.
1: I don't. I, I think Rhea will get it eventually, but I don't think it's going to be the mania. I think Rhea has a uh, a legends match. I think she's got Beth that, Phoenix yeah, and yeah. possibly, You're possibly right. Edge and Beth versus Finn and Edge.
0: Yeah, that's pretty high profile. So
1: I would like that, or you know, however they want to do it. They, I don't want to see like a whole Judgment Day versus Edge, Beth, and friends, or the OC with Edge and Beth. I, I would like to see it be yeah it's uh, just a two. straight up two on two mix tag but um we'll see what they do i just i have a feeling as hot as Rhea is uh they, they're definitely wanting to strap the rocket tour, her but i don't think it's going to happen until after I know.
0: it just gets so messy when they like introduce this stuff and then everyone takes a break for a couple months and then they come back because yeah. they're aged <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's a shame like yeah beth and edge aren't active like full timers so like it's hard to
1: And like I said this on on other shows and I said this on Twitter, it it feels like the way we're going with the women is we are going to do Bianca versus Charlotte at Mania. Uh, I assume Charlotte's going to win number one contendership by doing Elimination Chamber. Uh, I assume that Becky's going to win the Rumble because she had said at the uh, press conference after Survivor Series that she's never won the Rumble before twice. Uh, So she wants to be the first woman to win the the Royal Rumble twice. And then Bianca was asked the same question, like, what's left? And she's like, I want to beat all the four horsewomen. The only one left is Charlotte. So they both kind of foreshadowed everything that they had planned. Uh, it feels like Becky winning the Rumble, then she can go back to SmackDown and make it a whole program with Ronda Rousey. That's, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it going. Which
0: is fine. Like, I, I don't mind any of that. And I don't think there's an urgency with Rhea. I think she's going to stay a star for a long time. So I, I think it's, yeah, we, could, we don't need to rush there.
1: I don't think so either. And, and I like the idea that we don't need to rush there. As yeah. long as they can keep both women hot, and they're doing a really good job right now, like I know there are some people who are kind of over the idea of um, of, of uh, Bianca as champion in some I forms. She's I get it.
0: Good, like I, I don't think there's any real like qualms there.
1: She, she is. I think there was a whole thing about uh, her doing the beating damage control single-handedly in the ladder match, essentially that turned people off. But that's one time. <laughs> it's one. It's one one beat. But, I don't know, uh, man.
0: Damage Control are a bunch of punks. We've learned this. They're all yes, punks. Yes, they think
1: they're better than they are. And I continue yeah. to watch Damage Control from that uh, yeah. from that angle. <laughs> it's that the easiest
0: mentioned. way to stomach it all.
1: <laughs> it is. And, you know, to a certain degree, it makes sense. They did it again yeah. on SmackDown where they just came out and they're like, we lasted 90 plus minutes. And, like, that's their new gimmick. They're going to talk about how long they lasted of more games.
0: And, Kane, yeah, I'm, I agree with the, like, I very much prefer the long Mania build. I just wish that Edge and Beth were, like, you know, younger (laughs) and like in there i i I don't like part-timers i've said this a hundred times and like i you know i love edge and i want him to get his last run in but it's just like it gets diminished when they're not around for that build because it's not really a six or seven month build at that point it's like a four-week build spread out over six or seven months so again i'll just always say like this is in in sports you don't have like older guys coming in and doing a little like run around the field now and again you focus on the people you know in their moment so it just feels like it's it's taking away spots from other people
1: i see scott in the chat saying that he wants a a bailey versus becky solo package or solo program i honestly think that most of december is going to be is going to be that yeah probably leading to a big bailey becky match um that's that's the best way to at least tell their story right now i think again having eight weeks until the rumble or however long it is is like is that how
0: long it is no wonder this week was weird
1: <laughs> yeah the the rumble the rumble is at the end of january and we are december 4th i just today.
0: remember seeing like it was like i think it was meg Morant on smackdown was just like the rumbles just around the corner and i was like is it oh.
1: yeah the, the corner is about uh
0: 78 miles down the road big corner it's two times <laughs> around the nascar track if you ask me that's it's how right. that feels
1: <laughs> and the main event was uh, Kevin Owens versus Jay Uso on Raw. It was actually pretty good. Again, yeah. they, good match. They had that hot opener uh, on Raw to to set up the story. Um, I, again, said this in other places, it really does feel like it'll be KO versus Roman at the Rumble now. Uh, I know i said Sammy forever. I'm starting to change my tune just because it feels <laughs> like Sammy will be in the Elimination Chamber match. But it really does feel like KO, because we have eight weeks again, is going to run the gamut have to beat all the members of the bloodline to get to the final boss at the rumble have the match at the rumble get beat down so badly afterwards by the bloodline that Sammy feels super conflicted and super yeah. like hey that's not Goes cool
0: too far yeah, he's, he's with like, the gang and they go too far it feels like uh, it. like an after school special like a, a movie I saw in the 90s like that type of thing
1: yeah so, so I feel like they'll just stop him out after he's like Roman that was too far and that'll be that Kate's asking me if I'm going to the are the USOs from the allowed
0: in Canada now? Uh, half of them, I think.
1: No. So, we are, half of them can be. Uh, yeah. One of them is still, again, in Canada, if you get a DUI in the States, or you are. Or a few. Are, or a few, regardless, just one. And, like, yeah. you're not allowed back in until a lot of things are taken care of. But I'm trying to remember, didn't one of them, didn't Jimmy and Jay show up in Edmonton on that episode of Raw? Uh,
0: I think it was just Jay.
1: It was just Jay. I got to sure go it back was but
0: just Jay because I remember like, yeah, looking
1: I it up for someone because someone was asking, like, can they come back ever? Our friend Justine in, in, in Australia was like, can they come back to Canada ever? And the short answer is yes, but it's a yeah, very it's a long process. There's <laughs> a whole there is a whole process to getting back. But as yeah. it is right now, Jimmy uh, is still exempt from from international travel. Uh, will I go to Montreal for the for the Elimination Chamber? If Jimmy and Sean want to send me there, I'll go. But otherwise, Montreal that's, is about it, it's not a long flight, but it's about a six hour train ride.
0: I will tell you, the last time I flew to Montreal in February, my flight got canceled for the return. And I had, i was scrambling, trying to find a train back. Ended up getting a flight like a couple days later. So
1: yeah, on. that's the other problem is February in Canada, especially around Montreal it's treacherous a lot it is of not comfortable it gets
0: pretty yeah
1: yeah it gets very uncomfortable uh so yeah so ko and jay had their match ko won it was again good match i enjoyed it uh and that was raw because i did and i did watch
0: raw 100 percent. now i definitely yeah. did it, i it was the best show of the week in my opinion
1: <laughs> yeah and and like sammy and roman i think sean had mentioned this and i agreed uh sammy and roman could be a match on fox like on smackdown that would pop a number because we're not in a world anymore where the pay-per-views matter as much for selling right you you got your peacock you already pay your five ten bucks a month whatever it is so it's not it's a big event but it's not as big event as like getting a big rating for smackdown and if sammy is drawing good ratings for smackdown and roman is already a proven draw on smackdown why not have it on a big friday night match
0: because the prestige
1: of course, but it's still a world title match. You can yeah, still have a lot of no. y- you give it the last you give it the last hour and you could try something.
0: It just feels like yeah, of course this happens to Sammy. Like, I don't know.
1: I get it. I would much prefer Sammy have the world title match at the elimination chamber at home to really build that drama. Yeah. I still wanted him to have it at the Rumble because the Rumble match is always like the world title match where it's where like the story is great, but the uh, the finish is never in doubt, right? Yeah, the champion yeah, yeah. almost always retains, unless you know that they're moving towards something totally different for for Mania.
0: When did KO and Roman do their last man?
1: That was the Rumble. It 20, was Royal 21. Rumble. Okay, I was yeah. like,
0: oh, that's yeah, that's very funny, very circular.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was the Rumble, the last Rumble in the Thunderdome. And Paul Heyman couldn't get the keys out, remember?
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: That was a good time. Uh, the, the Chamber has been a title match lately, but it doesn't always have to be that way. You can always do a number one contendership, but because you have two titles now, you kind of have the Royal Rumble winner being that guy. Hmm. Yeah. Being, like the Royal Rumble winner being the guy who has to yeah, defend in there. Hmm. Um, can you vamp for like five minutes?
0: five entire minutes not even okay yeah if that's an yeah. estimate uh yeah talk, talk right. to
1: this broom wearing headphones
0: is that what that is it's a match in a broom oh. wearing headphones a very large paper match i guess just so. talk to the
1: chat and i'll be right back
0: all right chat what's up this is foreign to me uh joel is the 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 leader in case you haven't noticed i i show up and i watch some wrestling. Uh, watched three wrestlings this week. I watched Raw, watched SmackDown, watched Dynamite. Uh, Going to the next three Dynamites, Caden. My God, that's, wow. See, now I'm jealous. I still have yet to get to an AEW show because they came here and they ran a tiny venue and it was uh, too much money and I wasn't going to pay that much. It's just not that much I'm going to pay. <laughs> uh who the oc and judgment day could move on to that's a great question because i have no idea um we're seeing some some like interesting feud transitions lately which i'm like really loving at least in wwe uh we're seeing just just quick things like the ray mysterio card on smackdown we'll get to later uh i thought the setup for bray and and uh la Knight was pretty good so like We'll see. We're doing live and damage control and and live and a few other people, it looks like. So, like, they're doing a good job. I'm not sure how we're going to move the OC onto something else. Um, Talk about MJF Regal said, no, we have not seen your nerd. We're going to get there. Uh, We haven't talked about Dynamite yet, which is there's lots of stuff to talk about. So we will get to that soon. Uh, Joel is off running some covert operation i don't i don't know he just disappeared oh i know joel's blacked out joel's not there i'm vamping he's making me talk like uh, like a fool uh i never got to the point of who to see oc and judgment day joel who, who's who who are the oc and judgment day fighting next that's that's kind of a, a question that i picked up on and we have not answered because i have no idea <laughs>
1: Damage control. No, I don't know. Actually, that's a good idea. It's a good question. I don't know who they could uh, who they could reasonably feud with.
0: It's tough because now they've they've built out two format four person groups specifically. Like
1: you could do Legado de Fantasma for the OC, Ooh, um, only the because background.
0: that's the only. I well, that's a soft branch, yeah, but nothing really tough.
1: matters. Um, I don't know who Judgment Day could actually go after next.
0: Right? Because it's like I, they just seem like like a bunch they're like these dorky goth kids who think they're edgy and it's very funny. Like
1: You could do, yeah, I could do the Brawl and Brutes for maybe the OC, but the but again, face face So you could do uh, Judgment yeah. Day and the Brutes at one point. Um, on the SmackDown dark match, uh, they did, what was it? Damian Priest tagged with Legado del Fantasma to take on riddle elias and selena vega and there was somebody else regardless like they did a whole yeah so there, so something like that maybe it's good elias this one, and, and riddle next for the uh, judgment day
0: i was praising wwe's like feud transitions as of late but this one, I don't know that there's going to be a natural one for these ones. Like, that's no. a fair fair question to bring up. I like the idea of Elbow Fire with the Brutes if they need to do this, like, one woman for every group of men. Again, I would love to see Electra Lopez back with Legado Del Fantasma. You can keep God, yeah. Selena Vega as well. Like, you can have two women together, God forbid.
1: As the Beach Boys said, two girls for every guy.
0: <laughs> there are three men in Legado Del Fantasma already.
1: Whatever I, you know what that statement was from the Beach Boys. It meant nothing about wrestling. Uh, you want to talk about AEW? You want to talk about Dynamite? Want to get into to the hey, real? Let's go fun to
0: Dynamite. Stuff? We'll finish off with SmackDown, I think, because we'll, cause I can rush through SmackDown. I can tell you that much.
1: Actually, by the way, I like this idea of adding uh, Alva Fire to the Brutes and just yeah. com- completely unintelligible group of people behind the just,
0: just like bang after they, like mushmouth gibberish. One of them has a baseball bat. Like there you yeah. go.
1: If you think you can't understand when the Japanese wrestlers speak, buddy, what happens when you get the Irish and the Scottish ones behind the mic? There was one week where they did, what was it? It was um, no one in the ring except for one person was American. And it, it was, was the, you the could uh, tell.
0: Yeah, it was the uh the um it, judgment day was there, like it was Finn it was
1: it was Judgment Day and the Brawling Brutes yeah. going into Raw. And yeah, the only yeah, American yeah. the only Americans were like Damien Priest and Dominic.
0: <laughs> Who like Damian Priest has like a weird accent too. Like
1: it was so funny. Uh yeah, I just yeah, you got Damian Priest who's like, I will destroy you.
0: but different. <laughs>
1: Oh, God, it was so good. All right, Dynamite, let's talk about it. Where do you want to start? Uh, There was quite a bit to do. Um, Do you want to talk about Brian versus Dax? I mean, that was just a really solid match.
0: Great match. Why'd it happen? I missed entirely why they were wrestling at all.
1: I kind of did, too. It felt like Dax at one point was just like, who do you want to see me wrestle? And everyone was like, Brian Danielson. And he's like, I'll run it up the chain and one week later Tony Cobb was like let's do that
0: seems pretty stupid to do one week before your title match but whatever
1: it does seem foolish to do uh, you know what in a kayfabe sense it really does and that would because t- there's no, there's no right?
0: s- anyway there did stories at the window like yeah I did, it was a great match there was no reason to do it like
1: yeah and again like I get that for some for some it's just great to see two of your favorite wrestlers or teams whatever go ahead. Like and and have a match and the match is good or it's not whatever you know what's like, better to
0: build up true. anticipation and have it have a story so there's like layers of excitement and interest rather than just here you go. I
1: agree and I, and I fully agree. It's just it's kind of what they're kind of what they're doing and like I see sports and things being like it sets up brine for MJF like it does but it doesn't because the MJF thing came up later. Like you can yeah. give a bunch of wins but here's the reality of AEW they don't care about wins and losses anymore.
0: yeah yeah it it really doesn't like it's just a shame because like i feel like you're just throwing away an opportunity like you could later on like save that expect to still be in business a year down the road right maybe brian doesn't have a year who knows but like it it is what it is like
1: yeah and listen if it's just someone's promotion and he wants to like you know put on good matches um, it's it's fine it's indie it's a very super indie exactly like Like, it's how many times have we gone to like greek town and been like oh shit this match is going to be great but then it'll be like there's no standing there's no story oh, because it's, it's a, a
0: yeah traveling it's so a good traveling yeah exactly like so. which is fine it's great for the live shows and like you know Kane. then she's going the next like three dynamites and then uh whatever the pay-per-view is uh revolution no, it's not the revolution. It's something else. Anyway, he's going to a bunch Re- of stuff. Revolution Ring March. of Honor. He's Ring of oh, Honor. Oh, you're going to Ring of Honor. Just um, like that's awesome, the week. and like you know, you're gonna get. You probably get some really excellent matches just on random dynamites, just because he does that, and that's great for the live show. It's just like me as a TV viewer is less invested.
1: Like, by the way, I'm gonna give AEW full marks because one thing that they did with Final Battle build, and I mentioned this on Twitter, every match except for the pure title was announced or really heavily built on Rampage. I get that Rampage is not like your number one show, but a lot of people lately have been complaining about how the Ring of Honor stories had kind of taken over Dynamite. I don't mind that Tony is like, I'm going to shift things over to Rampage. I know that like only half of you watch it, um, but let's face it, like Ring of Honor is basically half of you guys anyway, in terms of viewership. So that works. If the hardcores are watching Rampage, then the hardcores are definitely watching Ring of Honor. And it works for me. It was good. Uh, okay. So that was, that was Dax and, and Brian. I mean, I think we both agree just a fun match with like no reason, just a super indie showcase.
0: That's it is what it is. It's fine. Like, again, it's a slow week for everyone. They weren't dynamite. Like AEW was not alone in booking a pretty thin week. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. Well, so, so let's really, let's really uh, hop into it. It, it. The show really opened with MJF coming and not MJF with, with Moxley coming out and Mox coming out and just talking the shit. And then out comes Hangman Adam Page, and that's a good surprise for the crowd. Everyone was like, "Is he cleared? Is he cleared?" And he throws the first punch. The brawl was really good. Yeah, um, I like that they're setting up the story. I like that they're kind of diverting both men from the world title, and they're having them fight and catch up on what they lost when Hangman got hurt. Uh, there's there's just a built-in story there, and Moss never it.
0: I no problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Mox never talked shit about hangman getting hurt, but like there is now a chance for both men to do it. And I like just
0: that it. quick, like, oh, do you remember what happened? <laughs> like
1: that just, was enough. Yeah, that would turn anyone on a dime Like I said, you fair. just
0: gotta do a little bit, just a little bit. It's all it is. This this is really good. I'm looking forward to where this goes. Like this was a good kickoff and a great transition for Mox away from the world title business. Same
1: with hangman, Do you see moment. do you see this becoming a number one contenders match like at Revolution?
0: I hope not. No, I, I would like to see some new people up top, and I think they're starting to do that. Um, mm-hmm. MJF's promo kind of solidified that as well. Not, you know, he won the thing, so but it is what it is.
1: So, where do you want to start with that? Do you want to, do you want to get into the MJF promo?
0: Yeah, because long as hell.
1: <laughs> so it was, and and definitely I said, you know, this this promo could have been an email, uh, yeah. but there were moments where I was like, come on, let's 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 go with it. But I really liked it. There were a lot and of things that I really enjoyed. I like the core
0: beats. It just, it went on a little long for me, but like the, the core of it, the, he just, he had a lot to do and you can't go from point to point to point. So it's like, I don't know that it could have been shorter uh it just was long because they were trying because he wasn't there last week they had to d- advance things faster this week so
1: and and i'm gonna call this up actually to super on twitch by the way go to twitch.tv slash gaming we're live uh championship shine championship time and it's true if you're the world yeah. champion totally you true. will have traditionally a you know up to 15 20 minute promo and you got to carry that time yeah. This was Max's first real opportunity to have and carry a big time championship promo. Yeah. And again, it wasn't perfect. Uh there are a lot of things he's going to have to work on, but one thing he didn't do which I appreciate is <laughs> he didn't scream. yell and yeah. scream every 5 seconds. He did yeah. he, he had good control of the crowd. He very much was like Heal MJF who knew where he was going with his promo and knew what he wanted to reference and what he wanted to hit on the way in and on the way out and physically who he wanted to hit on the way out, but also what he, what, what beats he wanted to hit uh, on the way. And I, I appreciated that. Uh, they will get better with time because this is his first, like I said, his first foray into long soliloquies. Uh, so I'm, I'm appreciating that he's getting the opportunity. Um, yeah. So Regal, at the end of this whole thing, gets laid out, cards on the table. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the brass knuckle spot? What do you think of the stretcher job? Have you been reading the legal news?
0: Yes, I've been reading the news, which diminished all of it, sadly, to me. Well, what's
1: what's wild is just how many times certain members of the media like had to backtrack and reassess and be like, it was this, and then it was this, and then it was like, oh, it's this long. Oh no, the contract's this long. Oh no, and then yeah, it was.
0: Oh, it's if, over if, this month. <laughs> like
1: what? Yeah, and then all of a sudden it was like Sean reported that talent is under the impression that it was over in December. <laughs> there you go. Anyway,
0: it's it's a shame. Think, yeah. So that one, okay. Knuckle's job, fine, good, fine with this. Like uh, it was a good callback. It, honestly, yeah.
1: it was a good callback because it all went back to when Regal was like, "You don't have the guts to hit me with this from behind." Yeah, and so. then after being used. Guess what happens? Guess what the devil does?
0: Yeah. And I don't mind that so much because at least it adds some sort of through thread with the firm business where MJF is just like, like churn and burning people. Like he really just wants to be on his own, Um, you know, so I don't mind that they're not stretching this stuff out. Uh, I think the regal thing was I didn't really expect it to go down that way. So happy for a little bit of a whoop um by regal i guess this is the nature of being the second wealthiest i guess (laughs) it's (laughs) it's just awkward it's it's just like oh okay
1: yeah so it feels like uh feels like blackpool
0: combat club dead like
1: They they were dead when Mox lost that title, and I know
0: it's just, it's such a mess because it's just like okay, did this even need to exist at all? <laughs> like I don't like the the ultimate story of the Blackpool Combat Club is that it wasn't very good. <laughs> like in my yeah, opinion.
1: That they had they had a brief moment where everyone but Brian held a championship, and then they all lost their championships.
0: Yuda was there. <laughs>
1: You don't want a championship.
0: He sure did, but he's, he's, he's they're up and down. Goodbye. Ideas. I know.
1: And I, and I, and the original plan for Black Bull Combat Club was really that they were going to um, take those younger members that Brian had mentioned in that promo with Mox and start setting them up for success. The idea being that Mox and Danielson were going to team and uh, impart wisdom and train and do all the things that get them higher on the totem pole. And then everything just kind of fell apart with, um i honestly i think the punk stuff really messed things up immensely That's with always. yeah with what they wanted to do and like they just they couldn't get to where they wanted to go as long as um there was an issue with punk and the rest of the locker room and punk only wanted to work mocks.
0: yeah like you know? i think it did elevate yuda quite a bit which is good in the in end. certain
1: ways it did yeah and also the matches with with Danny Garcia are obviously doing wonders for him when he gets the chance to shine. Yeah. So so the promo itself with with MJF. Um again, I I really enjoy it because we we changed up the uh, we changed up the delivery. We found a way to get that heat back because remember when he came back, he was getting cheered way too much and everyone was saying, you know, oh, he's a face, he's a face. Well, no, he's not. People just really wanted to cheer the guy who, you know, got his money. That's really and a lot, he lot was of probably- Joker
0: stands in the audience, as I've mentioned before.
1: Yeah. So he, he may be over with the live crowd and that's fine. But what I said is what they did. They transferred the heat to Regal. And then by the end of it, all the heat got back on MJF because at the everybody loves Regal at the end of the day. So what do you do? You take out the guy everybody loves. You have no remorse and your heat is back.
0: Yeah and he addressed the fans because he's like a lot of you were cheering for me you're dumb <laughs> like, yeah it was good so it, like he, he did a good job of still like he's just going to constantly kind of crap on people um the burberry title what i was gonna called? ask what no yeah. it's it's a cliche at this point like i don't it didn't it doesn't add anything in my opinion
1: so kind way. of it was kind of supposed to be that way okay so, so remember all the shade that he was throwing at brian danielson right Daniel Bryan did <laughs> the, the, He did the Planets Champion, the Hemp Belt, and he oh, was saying people are fickle. He, it was a big throwback to that, right? Everyone, everyone in the chat's probably about to talk about that here, um, and and that's what we were doing. It was. Uh, the idea that uh, I see that super chat too. It was the idea that uh, Brian Danielson is the, is the next on the uh, the list for. MJO. But Ricky
0: Starks is the next on the list
1: anyway. Yes, Ricky Starks is the next on the list. I think Starks is going to win the Dynamite Diamond Ring after he loses the World Title match.
0: Yeah. All right. That's fair. It's
1: it's a silly thing.
0: I am to do it that way, tired but I hear what they're doing.
1: How can you be tired of him? The man loves to talk about hogs in the locker room.
0: Uh, it seems like the same match every time.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Listen to each their own. Not everyone's going to love every wrestler, Not every match.
0: It, me, I don't know.
1: That's... That's fine. Well, you know what's doing it for Caden? He still thinks that Excalibur and Regal need to.
0: <sighs> they should. That's fair. Should. Uh, I forgot about. Like again, because I, I I focused on the Ricky Stark setup because that's what I'm interested in. Again, like the the now the the people who are like coming up into their prime. So like I am more interested in Ricky Starks versus MJF than I am about Daniel Bryan versus MJF. Like, right, way more. Like, so
1: so I, the title itself, the rubbery title. I mean, I liked it. I I got the right keep, but the problem is the design, the the the, the leather strap that they got. It's very dark.
0: It doesn't show through very well. Like it's a faint ass title. Like
1: it needs to be it it needed to be a lot brighter. And maybe they'll fix it because maybe they thought like it would show up on TV that way, but then it it didn't.
0: Yeah. Very true. Yeah.
1: But we'll see what they do. I like it. I like where it's going. This is probably the best um the the best the way the story has run with MJF since he came back. And I'm appreciative of that after we spent so many weeks being like "Mm." You know what i mean
0: yeah it was chaos this is it feels like we're re-cemented now we can actually move forward he's got two challengers built in um i think that's good i think that like it's a good setup and as much as i was saying like i don't i'm not super duper excited for daniel bryan uh i'm fine to watch daniel bryan lose to MJF.
1: by the way in his opening comments uh moxley was like death taxes and john moxley is pissed off whatever but really like speaking death, death taxes and Ty Mello and Sammy Guevara have sex they that's do. really that that is that is the three things in life that you have to remember uh it was what else was going on in, on, on, the, on the championship uh this championship edition of dynamite uh oh ar fox and mimosa joe had a match i have nothing to say about that Wardlow challenged month. mimosa joe regosa joe samosa joe give me,
0: he's all like give me that and i was like okay
1: um starks and davari sure whatever uh what do you think of willow nightingale and anna jas
0: and the return of ruby soho uh okay so i think it's good to start showcasing willow more so that you can continue Mm -hmm. to build people so that's nice it's good to see them building uh women talent on the show uh people who aren't title holders people who aren't Britt baker (laughs) good to see very much I'm enjoyed sure. that. There were three women's segments this, this week, I think. I believe. Yes, they did yeah. that.
1: They did the Jade segment. And I mean, uh, Brit have... and
0: Jamie backstage.
1: Yeah, yeah Brit and Jamie backstage. To Sorry, Jamie for and Brit. <laughs> well, it's Brit and Jamie if you ask Brit. Oh, man. Um, Mimosa Joe versus Juice Robinson was announced for final battle for the ROH Television Championship. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not. Don't that know works. what to expect. I maybe Wardlow's going to get involved and cost Mimosa Joe the match. And seems correct. New ROH television. Yeah, branding. that
0: seems that seems like exactly what's going to happen. So that's fine.
1: <laughs> TK's like, I want Bullet Club circa 2016 in my Ring of Honor. It's like Okay,
0: I get it. That's cool. That's fine, makes sense. I guess. Sell a lot
1: of hoodies. Uh, Ruby Soho's back. Beat up Timeello. What do you think? Was there? Was it? Was it big enough for you? The return.
0: Yes, it was appropriate okay. to her stature. I, I just you know this is an appropriate return for like I forgot she was gone it was a broken nose
1: yeah, yeah she had her nose busted by mellow during the um remember the match where the the yeah heard, the appreciated society were in the cage yep yeah, yep yeah yeah. yeah yeah something had happened there so like that's that's
0: fine I mean it's a broken nose she wasn't gone for a year like it's, it's an appropriate scale return for the situation and it's that's a good feud love to see that and there's no title on the line. Again, AEW is improving its, its, its women's division, and it's good to see.
1: Yeah, there are little, little incremental changes that are making it uh, worthwhile, again, to be a part of that women's division. As long as they continue to make the stories balance out and not just feel like it's the Britt Baker show and everybody else yep. is doing their thing, that's fine. Uh, really, what people came to see, hear us talk about is uh, Jade Cargill and Lil Bow Wow. Because if there's two things, if there's one thing that two white bearded men are going to talk well about, it is two black talent with crossover appeal getting involved in the story together.
0: I feel like is Lil Bow Wow even popular? No, I feel like not it's just. I feel like it's like middle aged white people who like Lil Bow Wow. <laughs>
1: like, oh, I, one of them happens to own a wrestling company.
0: Wait, I what? <laughs> bow Wow. Bow Wow. no, no, ton rest. no, no,
1: no, no Tony, Khan, Tony Khan.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I, I no. don't, I don't, one, middle-aged ass Bow Wow. Very funny. He's all about that money, apparently. He is all about that Monet. Because it's literally every, oh, that you think, was. You really think
1: it's Mercedes Renato coming back? You think it's Sasha Banks? I said, Tim, no. Tim, no. Tim, i poked the bear i muted the tweet holy Why did shit i do this i poked the bear i was i was curious i was curious i said bow wow has a relationship with snoop snoop found bow wow does he who i feel like
0: out. i feel like snoop dog the guy who shows up literally everywhere and is friends with everyone is probably like finds bow out to be an annoying hanger on that's well, all so, I-
1: so when he found bow wow bow was like 13 14. And he was little Bow Wow, right? Bow weird. Wow, Snoop Dogg. Anyway, found a yeah. Bow Wow. He gave him the platform. Uh, again, the, the I I just said like, hmm. Uh, Snoop has a cousin who wrestles. Jade needs an opponent. Bow Wow and Jade are having a feud, and I just I just put it out there, just to, just to mess with people, Beautiful. buddy. I got so many weirdos saying so many i had, again i had muted the tweet the other night i went back to check on it i was like why does this have over 600 likes why is there so much engagement on this tweet i did not look at the impressions i looked at the quote tweets i looked at the replies they were as weird as they could be just insanity anyone, anyone who said anything personal immediate block anyone who said like that's a dumb take that's fine with me it is a
0: dumb
1: take that's why i said it <laughs> That's why I said and everyone was just like, oh, you all you all you Sasha Banks fans are gonna be so upset when it turns out that he gets Kiara Hogan. And I'm like, I'm gonna love it. Cause that is like the most hilarious thing you could possibly do. Because if you know about like Sasha and Ciara Hogan having beef, this is perfect. <laughs> this is like awesome. the best, best callback you can possibly have. I don't care about Jaden Bow Wow. I like. I sure don't.
0: So deep, how like the 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 well of how little I care. It's it's near to the core of the earth because like Jade gave a good promo until she was forced to mention little Bow Wow. Like (laughs) you can see her face, just be like, (laughs) and then she's like, and Bow Wow, and Bow Wow. (laughs) It
1: was fine. Again, I just I don't expect much out of it. I just I was very curious as to how the internet would reply to my, my Mercedes Bernardo tweet.
0: Well, you did it up. You caused a mess.
1: <laughs> the dorks went for it. Someone earlier was asking in the chat, what about the kingdom? What do we see with them? I honestly think they're waiting until Adam Cole is better to bring back the kingdom and do anything with them. Once they find out Cole is cleared, uh, I think they'll give the kingdom a couple of weeks on TV to build up their, their, their name. And then Cole will be the leader of the group. That's where I see it happening. Uh the kingdom being Matt Haven
0: and uh sorry. <laughs> Someone's like, what the hell is that? No, that's fair. They were on TV for like a hot like two three seconds. weeks and then they're gone. Because <laughs> this keeps <laughs> happening. And this, oh, it just keeps happening. Like, not just AEW, WWE will do it sometimes too, where they'll yes. like feature people for like two or three weeks and then drop the thread entirely, and like you're just
1: what Matt Taven and Mike Bennett with Maria Canellis? Uh, that is the kingdom. Adam Cole, before he was part of Bullet Club, was uh, what was, was with the kingdom way back in his the day. The
0: lore, my
1: god, I, I see Will. I, I heard Will talking about Kingdom versus FTR at Final Battle for the Ring of Honor Championship or the, the tag championships. Fine with me, let's do that. FTR needs an opponent, the kingdom are credible, it's just stupid. I am famous for getting sidetracked by reading, <laughs> reading the chat. Um, and then the best of seven for uh, for Death Triangle and Elite. Hold did on, hold on.
0: We're skipping a very awkward uh, Acclaimed Every Week segment. It was not good. It was very bad. Why did they not mention FTR? Was I just supposed to know that they're second best? Because I literally don't know anything about the rankings anymore it's all since gibberish since, like
1: since April FTR has been like we're number one contenders and everyone oh, like, oh yeah I uh, should oh. know that
0: I just keep forgetting because I don't care
1: um oh by the way for anyone asking like what happened to Kyle O'Reilly well he's got a lot of time left until he's recouped from injury yeah so everyone, the Kyle undisputed
0: elite showed up or undisputed era showed up and then they all got hurt and it's very <laughs> disappointing it's
1: it sucks it's disappointing it does, and Bobby it's Fish does. showed his age So it all worked out. Bobby Fish is having the most success out of the three. He did. He he
0: threw on a bunch of bangers while the other two got hurt. And then he left AEW. No,
1: Bobby Fish proving everyone wrong. He he, he had
0: some great matches on Dynamite. Just saying. Like very good.
1: Where is the lie? Uh yeah. What man, whatever. Do you really want to talk about that acclaimed? we talked to. I, I
0: just. I guess we're doing FTR. Who's going to win? What, what What is this match? Why is it happening on Dynamite? I guess it, is FTR going to start dropping all of their belts, or is this just a random one-off?
1: So every time this happens, it feels like FTR just continues to like have this. Um, they have this thing where like they go out, put all their titles on the line, and defend them at the same time. And everyone's like, "Oh, they're going to drop them all, so they can pick up the big ones." And then they don't. Yep. And we're doing it again. So like, FTR currently have the Ring of Honor tag titles. Next week, they're probably going to put them on the line against the kingdom. They have the triple A uh, tag titles. Don't know when they're defending them next, but they have the lunch tray titles. They have the IWGP tag team titles. They're putting them on the line at Wrestle Kingdom as per reports. We'll see. Uh, I, I think it'd be hilarious if they dropped them to like House of Torture or some shit. Let's just do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite New Japan pro wrestling talents. Uh, or they drop them to like Show and Yo randomly. I don't know. But uh, yeah, do. Do that regardless of uh, of where FTR sit, they just they're racking up titles. And if they walk into Wrestle Kingdom with the AEW tag titles, I don't know that's pretty cool. There's a Triple Mania like every week, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, they're doing Rain the Rains anyway in February.
0: All right, well, whatever. Like I don't know. I don't. I, I don't mind. Yeah, whatever happens, I'll be happy. I like. I like the acclaimed. But they can lose the titles. They'll, they'll be fine.
1: Yeah, we'll that's be. fine. They will be fine. They, they got to wrestle with Ricky Steamboat on their tag team. Like they're, they're doing okay. Yeah, They've they had Bret Hart walk them out to the ring. Like they're talking about what happens when their contract is done. They're like, we can take some time off and go work the Indies because we like that.
0: Well, this they- feel it does feel weird that like, yeah, they were running around this and now they're just like doing it.
1: Yeah, and they didn't really tell the story of why they, they
0: made no, it. they didn't make a meal out of it. They had all <laughs> the stuff laid out. They did the uh, mise en place and then they just, they're like, ah, next week, fuck okay. <laughs> it.
1: Pretty much. I'm like, what's annoying is just the, the idea that like they would go to the shows where they defend their titles and be like, Tony Khan, book us. And everyone's like, ooh, they're calling out TK. And it's like, no, this was planned. But the problem is people, like, that's the wrong blending of Cape Haven reality. Because people thought it was real and you couldn't tell them otherwise. Whereas most people like see where the kayfabe is and they're just like, oh, okay. They have a problem with TK not booking them. They want to work more on Dynamite, but then they don't. And that doesn't work for me. But
0: Mm-mm. again,
1: FCR are such a good tag team and they're so over that like, it doesn't matter when or where. They just yeah, have to show really up and, and and talk and that's good enough. Yep. Anyway, um, that's, that's Dynamite. I mean Elite and 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 yeah. The elite okay, and, another and, and, and crazy tonight.
0: match, very good. Elite finally win one.
1: Yeah, by the seat of their pants.
0: Either they're either every match is going to be like 30 40 minutes or these next two are going to be very short. We'll see.
1: Honestly, I just wanted them to uh to have one match that like ends with a very quick roll up or like something At least stupid. one. Yeah, that's all I want. You gotta, you got to have a fluke match. Yeah um it's funny because so i I know we don't talk impact much on on this show because you don't necessarily have the time but maybe you heard about the uh the eric young stab to death angle that they did
0: great i love how quick they are to murder people it's so fun it's great
1: that's that's the impact way but my point was uh, the match that led into it was the mickey james and diana perazzo match and up until that point you know i was trying to figure out like what's the headline here on tonight's show and my favorite part was like they gave enough time to mickey and diana to have a great in-ring main event match and then they went to whatever what the main event was which was that fight between deaner and uh and eric young and like there's room for something like that in aew when you have not necessarily like a a prison scene main a event murder like, <laughs> not a murder but like a backstage setup for something after your main event where like you think you have so much time for this match and then you realize oh shit it how ha- it, it, it ended so quickly we, we got to throw something together, quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes for the audio listener, all yeah. three of you. Uh, and then we, uh, we're off to the races where whatever, whatever happens next is bigger than the sudden, the sudden win. Um, people were asking what was, at, what was up with, with Eric Young being shivved. Well, first of all, he's going back to WWE. But also it's the impact way that if you are a longstanding character and you're not coming back, you're going to die.
0: And he's definitely not coming back. Like, this is his probably last, like, hurrah. Like
1: So I've said this a hundred times, and you were there for the interview, so you can at least back me up on this, because you were behind the camera. When we spoke to uh, to a- to Eric back at the end of June, granted Vince McMahon was still in charge of WWE, yeah. uh, he, told, he told me in an interview that, like, when I'm done, I'm done. I tried doing the producer thing. I didn't enjoy it. I can't be as creative. I played the audio on the post-impact show. Uh, and he was like, once I'm done, I'm done. And it feels like this is his last set coming up in WWE, not as a producer, but as an on-screen talent. And then once he's done, he's done. He's getting in yep. the bag one last time, and then he's going to go wear his Nashville Predators jersey in his kitchen, in his house, and he's just going to watch Predators games all year round.
0: <laughs> well, he can try, I guess. He can try. Watch the tape.
1: <laughs> I'm rewatching the entire 2014, 2015 no, NHL down, season. Yeah going to break my podcast. He's got a good podcast about the NHL, by the way. So go check
0: that. Plus, out. you get to listen to that voice in long form. Oh mm. God, what a mm. voice.
1: that um, is
0: a, a, an ashy voice. It's great.
1: He's had like a bunch of surgeries about that because he was born with like polyps on his uh, on his vocal cords. Hey, he, he chose the right career. Scraped. Made them he, yeah, but he's had to get them like scraped. He told Edging Christian on his podcast like fifteen times. You know, it happens like once every few months. Oh, man, that's, that's rough. wild. Uh, final thing we got to talk about was from SmackDown. We got to talk about that uh, that main event, Ricochet winning the World Cup. Another American wins the World Cup in WWE as is tradition, Shane McMahon, and now Ricochet. Um, what do we think about Ricochet and Gwinter? And also, what do we think happens next with our pals in uh, Stantasma?
0: I don't know. I actually don't don't like any of this. Um, No, I think they screwed up with the Braun Gunther thing. It kind of confused things a little bit. And now we have Ricochet. Like, he doesn't seem like a threat. Like the only credible threat to Gunther seems like Braun. And I'm still thinking about that, even though I don't think they want me to be thinking about that. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Uh
1: I don't hate it. So to, so let's go both sides. Yeah, yeah. On the Legado del Fantasma side, they're brand new. I don't want them to be yeah, the group that, that takes those losses regularly. I want them to start building up those wins. I think Santos Escobar is potentially your next hottest Latino talent, um, not just because he's an amazing wrestler. He speaks English and Spanish very well, and he's just a really, um, a really talented wrestler. So I want that. I want more of
0: that there was okay so w- let's talk about the pre-roll for for this though like they're the legato's little like business is booming whatever and it's like how in what way like selena like you talked about them speaking english and spanish well uh, or at least um i mean selena is she isn't her first language english comically yeah, she just... bungles a she sentence never... and it, it's it, it kind of it's like weird um and then they just kind of they have the two the tag team in the back just saying random one odds i don't know it felt weird i don't like this like we've flourished and i was like you've done nothing (laughs) yeah no you're right it's just like just saying something and willing it into existence like no show me like you have to actually earn that statement like what are you are you a gang like have you been committing crimes city to city like show me what how is business booming You have no championships. You barely get TV time. Like, I don't understand what your business is.
1: And and I agree. And I think that their business should be backing up their leader. And their leader is Santos Escobar. And that's fine. There's there's so much space there. Again, to work with a guy who's like so talented Mm. and so right to be pushed to the moon that it works Um, on the ricochet side. So, I do, again, I don't love Santos losing, but it makes sense because no, on it made the Ricochet sense, yeah, side, like... it, it, it's going to be a giant-ass beatdown from Gunter, and then after he wins, up comes Braun Strowman, Ricochet's new best friend, to build to the Gunther and, and Braun Strowman story.
0: Yeah, I don't know that we needed to introduce that early, though. And, like, this whole SmackDown Cup thing has felt kind of silly to me because, one, it's stupid. Well, the name. I had to
1: get it off of Shane McMahon. That's that's
0: it was half, it was half-American's. Like it was just I don't know, didn't do anything for me. Like the whole trip has been weird. The match at least was excellent. The big payoff, was great. those like, those very happy worked together.
1: That. Those two have worked together before. I, I put it out on Twitter. Yeah. That was like shout out to Lucha Underground in 2015. That was a the match they had. A lot of good um, stuff
0: came out of there. Just saying.
1: There was a lot of good stuff out of Lucha Underground. Sometimes I miss it, but then sometimes yeah. I think about the latter seasons and I'm like, uh eh, no, what's better? It's Not gone. Much, yeah. Uh, so finally, you mentioned Karrion Cross, you mentioned Rey Mysterio. Yeah, is this something that you want to see? Did you enjoy the promo from Cross?
0: Yeah, I thought this was a, like an okay way to just do a quick transition into something new. Um, that's an interesting feud to me. I think it'll make both men look pretty good. Like Rey Mysterio being the legend that he is, he can actually put over like a guy coming up, uh, in the way that he has to be, right? Again, I've said it a million times, and Cross has to look like a hitman. Like every time, so like giving him a smaller talent with the talent of Ray Mysterio works, helps get Ray Mysterio again away from this Dominic stuff. Even though that because they like they they it it did numbers, so like they didn't make a mistake with the Rhea thing, like the the beat down at Thanksgiving. But like again, <laughs> it just reminds it puts him right back there. So this I think will be a way to get him a little further away from that after that. So
1: I'm a big fan of them having. Um the delivery not the the weird comic book character carrying cross he actually had what to say he didn't over his voice he didn't yell and scream his way to the match he was very calm very cool very boss like uh i enjoyed it someone was asking what he said i'm trying to look that up right now because i don't remember um it was essentially it was very yeah, long trying-
0: like yeah it's again just make him a hitman like he can have his spooky witch wife and they can do the entrance but like the rest of him around it i think it needs to be a, like a hitman character like just an assassin
1: oh here we go he says the universe is chaos and randomness he embraces that reality but he's but others struggle with it and then he talks about how he taught lessons to drew mcintyre and Matt cat moss he, he lost the feud with drew mcintyre but you know whatever he delusional heel. uh he said now it's the time to take someone else into the eye I- Storm, and it's the Rey Mysterio card that he uh, that he got pulled by uh, by Scarlet. So it was pretty good, minus the whole like I, I beat Drew McIntyre. and you're like mm-hmm, did that?
0: Again, like just saying something to will it into existence. But like overall, here's the thing. Like Rey Mysterio is not going for like he's not going to be just going for ages anymore. So like I, I think. Reasonably short matches with carrying Cross will be interesting. Like, do yeah. all of Ray's hits have him lose to Karrion, and it's good for everyone.
1: Can you flank a tag team with Karrion Cross?
0: What do you think? I know.
1: Well, no, I don't know, but I'm thinking of like, remember FTRKO at one point? Remember how yeah. random that was the revival with, with Randy Orton? Um, is there somebody who or a tag team that would work currently? on the roster with a guy like carrying cross like die jack if he had a tag team partner
0: yeah if they bring him up
1: but also die jack is like much taller than cross and would just kind of overshadow him but i don't know yeah. let us know in the chat let us know in the comments who who could and cross have as heaters as two guys that would work as uh, as a tag team maybe NXT we, guys
0: we gotta set something up for the oc and uh <laughs> Viking, Dutchman, Raiders. Viking Raiders Viking have Raiders. Sarah Logan now. Yeah,
1: and also like it just—I feel like that would be such a random, random task. You
0: get—you'd have to put Carrion back in the little God of War skirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: true, you would. <laughs> yeah, if this, if this was Vince McMahon's WWE, it would have been absolutely Viking Raiders. Mm, you both like to go Viking raiding? No, let's, no, that's not. What be, I if knew. this
0: was Vince Too McMahon's bad. WWE, the Viking Raiders would probably be fired by now.
1: They would have been gone. That's true. <laughs> yeah it would have been it would have been a roster of four and yeah. reigns reigns lesnar randy orton who's injured and seth rollins that's it
0: with the occasional goldberg
1: <laughs> with The occasional goldberg. you want to come back for one more pal <laughs> anyway that's us we ran long this week is there anything else we got to talk about i think it's i think we got uh one.
0: bray's promo was exactly the same <laughs>
1: Sorry man, I'll talk about Bray when I'm actually intrigued by what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. We'll wait. When LA Knight will we'll, we'll be slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. That's what I
0: want. Yeah, just be-
1: <laughs> Could you imagine his first match back and LA Knight beats Bray Wyatt? I'm into it. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: Now get out. Let's get,
1: let's get out of here. Tim tell them where they can find you.
0: Uh Tim Stone P T N B S E L N E P, Twitter, Instagram.
1: Drop content here at FIFO Overbooked every single day. Youtube.com slash FIFA Overbooked, folks. Thank you for bearing with us through uh, a little strange moments with my internet and with other things. We're good. I'm actual Pearl, J-O-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go check out a new episode of Newsworthy. Go check out Strong Style. Go check out Tag Talk. Go check out all the stuff that we have here at Overbooked. Ladies and gentlemen, friends beyond the binary. We'll see you in the next one.